afternoon, and welcome to Leaving the Yard. We're we're getting off the ground like a uh, like an emu today. Well, it's like an emu, I tell you. A little slow going here. We uh, we're about to fire up, and you realize someone's moved the headphones again. You that's know, that's never good. It ought to be a crime to take someone's headphones. Yeah, fireable offense. Well. Uh, Come the first commercial break, we're going to break the same law. I'm going to look in and get some. What? Gonna, Wait a minute. What is that? I'm going to take somebody else. I'm going to get me some headphones. Uh, here we go. Let's see if this all uh, works. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, that's all right. We've gotten going. I, I, we're off the ground. There it's, we go. Now I can. We're fluttering a little bit, but we're off the ground. We're off the something. Oh, now the now we're going to need two cents because someone's called. <laughs> Just going to talk to the caller. Well, of course. No, no, it's sci-fi guy. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I, I usually don't listen to him anyway. So. <laughs> hey, you're in the yard. Maybe not. Maybe not only do we not have headphones at work, the phone doesn't work. Maybe the phone doesn't work either today. It's, these are all likely Jeez. truths to come about. I'm not, I'm not trying to blow you off, sci-fi guy, but I don't hear you. I don't hear you. He hung up. There you go. We'll make it a trifecta of ridiculous. You know what? I'm not coming to work tomorrow. I'm not either. This does it. I'm That's not it. coming in tomorrow. If we're going to be treated like this in our own Michelob Ultra fan cave, people taking their headphones, phones not operating, then by golly, we're not coming in tomorrow. Did the Tech Witch vacation start already? Not tomorrow, I mean tomorrow afternoon. No. <laughs> <laughs> Because I got to come in in the morning. But well, that's you, not me. Tomorrow afternoon, I'm not coming in here. Tech witch, vacay already started? I don't think so. I, I don't yeah. know. I think she's got one more day. We're going to put her to work. You know, little, speaking of one more day, I, I thought today was the, uh, the the 20th already, but it's the 19th today. Okay. So it's, it's the girl's birthday this weekend. Ah. On the 21st. Nice. And... Uh, so 20, is she twenty one now? No, 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 no. But to tomorrow is my last day of uh, of being the father of a teenager. Oh, so it's kind of a milestone. Now, how's it a milestone for you? It's a milestone for her. Uh, you raised a teenage girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's thirty now. It doesn't make any difference. Thirty one, thirty two. About to is be. it not a reason to celebrate? No, it doesn't make any difference. <laughs> They're always teenage girls. I disagree. They, no, they're all, trust me. I disagree. I got one that's, what is, what is this, 20, 20, 20, she'll be 32. She'll be 32 this year. Still you tell me she's kid. still a teenage girl. Yes. I don't know about all that. I'm telling you. She's, they don't change. I've, I've been around her as an adult. She's a very mature. How was she as a teenager? Grown up. How was she as a teenager? She was a typical Mature, teenager. grown up. Uh, At least she thought she was. Well, yeah, she thought she was. Yeah. That's the way I remember. Same difference. Well, either way, I, I'm not so sure whether it be sad or celebratory. I think I'm I'm feeling more celebratory that uh, I will no longer. Sad? Well, I, I guess it's sad. You, I'll never be the the parent of a teenager again. Oh, you never know. I'm pretty sure. You never know. I'm, I'm not. I'm trying to think of some old guy that ne- knocked up somebody. Never I, say never. It was some, uh, I'm trying to remember. Hefner. Uh, Hefner never knocked up. Oh, not that you know uh, of. No, I'm trying to think of somebody who's famous for. George Hamilton. Yeah, George <laughs> Hamilton. Now, that was a guy. That's you. Yeah. You'll be uh, eighty. See me you'll be eighty. Hamilton. You'll have a teenage kid. Yeah. 
But, Just saying. Of course, that'll be news to the child, Brian. Wait a minute. How's that? This factory is closed. That's what my wife tells me all the time. This, this, you have to find the other help because this is op- not operational anymore. We, we never got our factory up and running. <laughs> That's the reason we adopted two right, kids. There, there you go. Whatever it takes. Yeah. So you can adopt two teenagers anytime you want to. Well, that's true. That's Same. A, that's so you got these two. Yeah. Two more. Yeah, we got we got that dog over at the pound. We just go down. Wait, wait, to what? The, well, the dog. Oh, no, you, you sounded like you, you got him over there, like you just sent him back over there. Uh, got that dog over to the pound. He's a bit of an escape artist, so he may end up going back on his own. I'm having to right. move things away from the fence. Things that I think are far enough away from the fence, he's able to hop up on and hop over the fence off of so I've got that dog, too. Yeah, but anyway, all the, and today he really did pull a fast one. Uh, the child bride's walking him and brings him in the gate and closes it, forgetting she had gone out the other gate. <laughs> did he forget? <laughs> no. So she, she, he went out the other gate. So, when I get home, he's <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. He remembered it perfectly. He yeah. probably was thinking about the whole walk. He's like, hmm, we're going to this gate. That gate's still open. I'm out of here. You know, when we get back home, yeah. I'm not done yet. Yeah. I'm going back again. It's going to take me another little walk. And you know what? I'm going to get yelled at. No, <laughs> it doesn't no, matter. No, no, no. <laughs> I love it. Either way, uh, so it's a, it's a milestone at our house this week. Is She turns 20 now. Is it celebrate when they turn 21 because that doesn't get them off your insurance or anything. It doesn't get them off the payroll. There's no celebrating any of them. 26 and married is yeah, when you, you celebrate it. You've had somebody to pick up payments on yours, so. Not till she turned 26. Well, that's still, at some point you found a young man who was willing to pick up payments on All him. right, so they moved into a new apartment the other day. Yeah. They call me. I don't know what was it. Friday night it had to be Friday night last week. Need trying some to bad advice. Yeah, trying to mount a television. Excuse me. <laughs> trying to mount a TV. Hanging on the wall. Yeah. Trying to get grandkids. That's not how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to mount a TV, and they're like, "It won't work." I mean, what do you mean it doesn't work? Well, we 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 were using the stud finder. I was gonna say she doesn't have a, a good stud finder. Well, apparently not. Obviously. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Obviously not. Hang this thing? Obviously not. <laughs> that was broke five I years ago. I would have thought your daughter could have been a pretty good at finding a stone. You would have thought, but no. Yeah. So anyway, they're like, I, we, I don't know what to do. This thing, I, we can't get the, the screws in the wall. It's not working. Huh? That's like, how life is. Like, you know? You can't find the stud. Why are you calling me? You're married now. He's got the payments now. I am no longer responsible for any of this. This is his deal. So when are you going down there to uh, hang that table? Mama's going tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I got to work, but she's going down tomorrow. All right, all right. <laughs> anyway. She can find the stud. <laughs> she has. I don't know his name yet, but I, I heard she has. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He'll be in my car. I don't understand that either. But anyway, so yeah, it never ends. So, uh, good news out of uh, Fayetteville today. They've already got a new OC. Yes, well, he's an old OC. Yeah, well, he's got an old, he's new. And I think he was a, a, a cast member on uh, the Dukes of Hazard. 
Really? That's anus? where you're going to go? <laughs> is, isn't that who it is? Yeah, Dan Ennis. Yeah. Oh, it's Ennis. I mispronounced yeah. it. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. That. I thought it was Ennis. He sounded like somebody working down at the gas station in, you know, Hazard. So uh, No, he's working at the gas station in Fayetteville now. <laughs> I was actually in Maryland. Well, he won't be yeah, now. He won't be now. He's back, and uh, he uh, he was Bielema's OC. And they were like an offensive juggernaut. They back were. Then. They were unstoppable. The great Allen brothers. Why did Bielema get fired? They could score points, but they couldn't win games. And they went out and hired an offensive coach to replace him. Yes. And that didn't work either. You know, it's funny. You can put up good numbers. Uh, Byron Lefwich got fired today. Yes, he did. He had great numbers. Not on Monday night Not he didn't. This year he he was down, but he lost, you know, a good portion of his offense. Yeah. But when he had everybody for three years, he was leading the league in scoring. I know. But they fired everybody in Tampa. They're down eight coaches today. They fired eight oh. different – or they fired some and I think three re- retired. They're you, done. You lose a home playoff game to the Cowboys. <laughs> you hit rock bottom. That, that- – I sent a thing to the uh, tech witch saying exactly. my phone doesn't work, and she just cleared the whole board and That's popped quick. my ear. That's quick. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, you you lose to the Cowboys, and Everybody gets everybody's fine. looking for a job. Yeah. Well, it was, either, it was either you fire Todd Bowles, and somebody else is going to bring in their own guys anyway, or you fire everybody else. And let Todd Bowles bring in some different guys. Because these were basically – uh, Bruce's guys, weren't they? Yeah, these are all Bruce Arians guys. Yeah, but Tampa gutted that whole coaching staff. Yeah. This is a that's a weird division. If I was going to put my money down right now, I don't know that I'm not leaning Carolina for the uh, NFC West in the next few years. Over the next few years, just let the coin a, come to that conclusion. Yeah, I think that's where it is. Heads Carolina, tails California. <laughs> there is no California in the West anymore. <laughs> Like there used to be. Just ask. This NFC West is Tampa. Oh, it's South now, isn't it? It's actually yeah. South. <laughs> oh, we're trying something again. Let's see. They, they, they've they've redone the phone thing. Yeah, let's let's see. Oh, I hear noise now. Hey, you're in the yard. Uh, can we do some Cowboys trivia? Is that okay? Ooh, I love Cowboys trivia. Yeah, I, I know you do very much, right? <laughs> what's, the, what's the question? Oh yeah, Cowboy. Okay. Tony can't hear you, so An we're honor- gonna. Tr- you can't hear me? No, we got you. We got you. All right. That's good. Okay. In, on, in honor of the Cowboys playoff run, which Cowboys quarterback has the all-time career highest passer rating in the playoffs? In the playoffs. I don't know. Romo had such big numbers. But in the playoffs? He only played like one game. Yeah, I don't he, think he, he had him. one good game. That's all you need. Is there a minimum number of games? Uh, no, because Romo only had a few of them. So it's Romo. No, it's not Romo. No, it's not Romo. It's not Romo. All right, uh, so one more time. Ask me the question one more time. Name the Cowboys quarterback with the all-time career highest passer rating in the playoffs. All right, highest passer rating. You're just talking about team, not not NFL. No, just the Cowboys. All right, we just, don't care about the rest of the NFL. Well, no, I'm just wondering if his quarterback record was the NFL record. But you're just saying just the team best quarterback ranking Cowboy playoff. Team best. All right. Yeah, just for the Cowboys. All right. What do you think? 
You're the cowboy guy. What do you think? You know, the obvious one would probably be Aikman because he was really good in the playoffs. So there's no way that's right. I'm going to go Danny White. Danny White was awful good in playoffs. I'm going Danny White. He's going Aikman. So I also would have thought Troy Aikman, but the answer is... They, they reset our phone. There is no way that timed out like that. That's funny. It's not, I'm not connected. There's no way. They hung up on No, he didn't hang up. My whole phone cleared. Yeah. Everything's... Wow. That's funny. You can't time that any better. My entire phone says not connected to the network. <laughs> okay. Well, now we have a trivia question that's going to drive at least me crazy. Well, I'm just Googling right now. So, <laughs> go to your friend, Dr. Google, and yeah. figure it out. So, Cowboy quarterback, highest highest quarterback ranking or rating in Cowboys playoff history. Yeah. What do you got? I'm, I'm still sticking I'm, with Danny. There's a lot of top in here. Hang on. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wait, hang on. I think he's calling back. All right. We're going to try it again. We got we got cut off. So right, that, right as you were going to say the answer. Had to be, yeah, that had to be you, not me. No, uh, the no. Answer is, the answer is Dak Prescott. What? Dak? The answer is Dak Prescott. Oh, Romo is two. Did you see his ranking? Romo is two. Romo is number two. Aikman is three. Yeah. yeah. Aikman is three, but the difference is when Aikman, you know, some of that was in the beginning when he was young, at the end when they were kind of washed up. But in the middle, when it mattered, you know, Aikman was on fire and his rating was super high. Yeah. But career, it's it's now Dak Prescott. So well, there you go. That that it's a shocker, and it was uh, it was good theater because we got cut off just as you said the answer. All right, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you, man. All right, I got music. That works. Nothing else works. The music works. We've got a Facebook post to chew on when we come back. Oh. You're not chewing on somebody's face. No, they're they're Facebook posts. Zach Fowler posted something today. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're coming back. 15 after 5, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on The Fan. 107.9. Welcome back. 18 after 5, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the fan, 1079. I'm going to give the number out. It works now, I think. 903-735-9905 here in the Michelob Ultra Fan Cave as we're rocking you home on Thursday. No show tomorrow. We'll see you again on Monday. Well, showing that we're in, in tune, you and I, even though I, Are one, we of, one of us is at an advanced age, but uh, to show that we're in tune... Uh, yeah, but you're a good-looking man, apparently. Oh, well, yeah. According to the people in this building. Yeah, I had a co-worker tell me that today. I uh, shouldn't drink during the yeah, day around here. that's probably true. Uh, anyway, this person was a salesperson, so. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, hey, they should be yeah. drinking, yeah, and so, they're yeah. always spinning some when, wine. When I heard that, I reached and made sure my billfold was still back there, because <laughs> I mentioned they were a salesperson, so uh, either way, um, I, I, I'm on the Facebook, because that's what the young people in their uh, 40s and 50s do. And I'm trying to be young and hip like those folks. And, uh, 
And uh, you are all over Facebook, by the way. I'm I'm on the Facebook. I know you so, are. Um, here's the deal: uh, Zach Fowler, a well-known coach around here, made a, a a hot button post just moments ago. Actually, 16 minutes ago. Hot button post. Yeah, he's 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 got a. He's a little young for Facebook. Uh, uh, that's what I thought. What's this guy even doing <laughs> on there? Right. Is he lost? Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't he be snapping ass? Hold on to that. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, this, this is quoting Zach Fowler directly from his post, which I, right. I took a picture of. Okay. <laughs> Screenshot is what you call that. Okay, whatever. What do you young folks say? <laughs> <laughs> Slay is what you're doing right now. You're slaying. So, uh, Zach says, our priorities in high school sports are backwards. All right. It shouldn't be about whatever schools stop by today. Wait, 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 whatever schools stop by today. Yeah, because coaches, uh, typically, if there's a recruiter in town, they take a picture with you well, know the university of oh, so yeah, and so yeah, stop yeah, by yeah. today. And they got a kid at Liberty Island. It's going to attract a lot yeah, of coaches. Yeah, they've got a lot of coaches. Yeah, Brevo's going to get all kinds of looks. Anyway, it shouldn't be about whatever coach, uh, whatever school stop by today. It needs to be about the quality of work we put in today. And he capitalizes work. All caps. All caps. All right. Not taking shots. I understand the PR game. You have to highlight it when they show up. It's just backwards. Well, and I don't think any of us really disagree with Zach. I don't disagree with him. It should be about the work. But if we if we boast about the work we put in today... Does anybody a care? No. B. I, I mean, um, now that offers are being posted by individuals, family members, relentlessly, media outlets, people are so into offers. And, and my buddy Kevin Sutton and I talk about this all the time. I, there are some offers I. I wouldn't post. <laughs> Some there, there, there's no money connected to it. No, or it's a smidgen of money, and it's to a school that most people wouldn't wouldn't even consider. No. You know, I, 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 so that's my problem with the whole recruiting thing. I do agree that we should be bragging on kids who are putting in great work. But we are so caught up in offers now, and if anybody visits, we go crazy. I think the offers are the the recognition of kids are putting in good work. I think that's I think that's without saying like I was in the weight room or hey I've been hitting the books or I've been. I think the offers are that. I think the offers but are the acknowledgement of this kid does put in the work. We're living in a time of inflation, and I think offers now. The value are, are way overinflated because a, they give more than they have scholarships for. Well, sure. And b, uh, they have very little to do with what actually comes down on signing day. Exactly right. No, no, all that's right. I mean, you're, you're casting out a wide net, and it's kind of first come first serve. And if you're the kid, Taylor Tatum, Taylor Tatum's kid down in Longview, who's probably got 30 offers now and got some more this week of yeah. Alabama and Ohio State and he's yeah, legit. As big as they get. He's legit. But those are scholarship offers. Sure they are. But the thing is... At a 
Power Five school. Every one of those places probably offered a half dozen running backs. Yes. If Tatum says, yes, I'm in, then somebody else, somebody else is out. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of first come, first serve. If you tell them, that's, I'll do that. Or they have them ranked. And if Tatum says, I'm in, and two weeks from now, somebody higher on the pecking order says, I'm in. I'm in too. Right. Then he may get his offer pulled. True. None of this is a done deal. Yeah. Until they're signing that piece of paper, it ain't a done deal. Yeah. I, you know, I'm I'm torn on the offers thing. It's annoyingly relentless. It's like a constant barrage of another guy got an offer. As you said, some like like Taylor gets him at some big schools, and you go, that's pretty cool. Some guys get him at small schools, but for those kids, that is a big deal because they're not going to get an Alabama or Ohio State. So I get that too. But but I'm also but but I'm all torn on. You know, I I'm good with the kid posting it. Like if I'm a kid and I got an offer to someplace, I'm I'm gonna post that. I'm I'm posting I got an offer to Southern Arkansas. If that's if I'm if I'm not a D one guy and I got an offer there and and I I'm, I want to brag a little bit on myself and say I got an offer to Southern Arkansas. Appreciate the offer. I, I threw a little hashtag to the coach. There's a little love back. Thank you. What I don't need is. 14 more of those but of the same kids getting tagged all over. If you're a coach today in a time when the portal's been open in high school for the 20 years we've been doing this, people have always been moving around town. It's not a new phenomenon. From 20 years ago, we had people moving around town. Sure we have. Are you getting more cachet as a high school coach for the offers your kids get or the number of wins you get? Ooh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Because wins typically are a result of work. Offers oftentimes are the result of we've got touting services out there. We've, you know, when I saw where a four-star that Texas offered a couple weeks ago after he accepted, now he's a five-star. Yeah. He's no better running back than he was a month two weeks ago. ago. Right. But the way these little games are played with these touting services. No question. And these street agents and no all question. that. You want to be starred up. So you go yeah. to camps and that gets you a star. And so once you get a star, you yeah. get offered. Or once you get the extra star, here comes three more offers. Well, sure. It's like in a car loan. Once you get one, they yeah, want to give you all kinds of money. Yeah. yeah. So it's – I understand where Zach's coming from, from the fact that – but at the same time, I think parents and kids care a lot more about offers than winning ball games. Oh. I think, but, it, de- I think it depends. I, I think to some – in some places, I in some places, I think you're right. Like if I'm a I'm, – I'm a I'm – a, top-notch four-star athlete, but I'm playing for a team that doesn't have any one-stars even around me. I, I think at the end of the day, I recognize my my wagon's not hitched to the success of this team my senior year in high school. My success is going to be hitched to what school actually is going to give me a chance to play at the next level and continue. I think in those cases, I agree and I don't have a problem with that. 
they, they get what's around them. Now, what I do have a problem with is when we've got a school of pretty good across-the-board talent, and am I more worried about, and is the locker room more consumed with, hey, where's your offer? Oh, you got one to Ohio State. Man, I only got one to Monticello. Where, where the conversation, Barry Norton had this conversation with us a while back about NIL and, and what kind of issues it's going to have in the locker room. I don't know that those offers aren't the same thing, especially if I'm an old lineman and I'm blocking for a guy getting touted. He's going to get a big contract, to NIL at some major school. I'm grunting out in front of him trying to help him and our team win. I'm getting no love, and he's getting all of it. And I know that's the world of offensive linemen anyway. I could see where that becomes a divider in the locker room. But I don't know that a lot of kids care more about their offers than their wins. Not a lot of them. Now, there are some, and those are the ones that tear apart a locker room of competitive teams. That's why I'm – and that's one of the reasons – I'm a little torn about the publicity of that stuff. The great players are getting the offers. Do they really need to put every single one of them out there? Look at me again. I get on one hand you're proud of those things, but I also get on the other hand the other guy in the backfield with you or the other receiver on the other side with you isn't getting those same offers and are you inadvertently causing damage to the chemistry of this team to try to win? And the one that really gets me is when they're getting offers from schools that are – don't even give scholarships. They're playing conferences. Well, the kids don't that know don't that. don't give scholarships. The kids don't know that. They know dang well because they they're, they're telling it. them, now what I'm going to need is your FAFSA so I can line you up for some pill, and I'm going to need your uh, you know, grades because I might be able to get you some academic money. And I need Freshmen and sophomores in high school are getting that? No. They no. understand it because they're getting offers the now. Offer they're telling them what the offer is. They're getting it. Or they're saying, we'd like you to come here. We offered you, we want you to come yeah. here. They don't know what's going on beyond that. And I, I, Because we've got schools out at there, Chuck, as we've seen, that are only having athletics to get kids in the door of their I, school. I understand it. There's a new one that's popped up on the radar here recently I'd never even heard of until about a week ago. And all of a sudden I see about a dozen offers. Yeah. Of kids in Northeast Texas from this one school I've never heard yeah. of before. We can kick around Lon Morris now because it's dead. Because we know yeah. what Lon Morris right. tried to pull. Right. right. But uh, there's a bunch of other schools, Lon Morris in it out there. And it just saddens me that that's what's become important. So you disagreeing with Zach or you agreeing with him? Well, I don't, I don't think it does any good to say we had a great day working today. I don't think anybody cares. I'm always kind of weirded out by that. Yeah. We get we get the weight room like yeah. everybody was in the weight room today, yeah. and we all talk right. to coaches all the time. Say we had a really good practice today. Okay, yeah, and I'm good. And yeah. I, when we're talking to them and they say yeah. that, hey, we had a great practice, yeah. or we had a crappy practice. Yeah. I was pissed off. Those guys were. I get that. That's yeah. in the confines of us having this conversation. But have we ever had a coach say, "And oh, by the way, so and so came in today or yesterday"? They may tell us off the air or something, but very I don't rarely know. do they tout it. Yeah. Very rarely. Now they'll they'll say it after the fact, like, "Hey, you know, head coach at Sark was in town today," yeah. but they won't they won't say it in advance because and and I get it. The coaches from those universities don't want everybody to know they're here. 
They want to go about their business, do what they do, and they don't want to deal with the distraction of, oh, my God, there's fanboys all over them. I get that. I don't know why you even talk about it after the fact then. They came in, they looked at your kid. Okay. It's a relationship you're building with them. I used to be in the field house as the water boy all the time. A lot of times they didn't even look at a kid. They looked at them. Well, they don't need to do that anymore. I know. But I'm just saying. Yeah. But to me. The weight room pictures are the ones that freak me. I'm like, really? Every kid's, every school in, we're in Texas, Arkansas, every school has guys in the weight room. They may not all be there. You may have them all there. Do I not? We're working hard. All right, you're working hard. They're all working hard. Everybody wants to win, you would hope. All these kids want to play, you hope. They're putting in the time. Do you I need to know? I, don't, I haven't seen the last time where, I, where I've had a kid post a, or some, somebody post a picture. Of a kid sitting in his in his bedroom with a reading lamp on, cramming, studying, putting in the work here. My kids are putting in the work. Oh, gee, Grandpa, yeah, you really. No, I mean, I'm I'm just saying, I, and I think it plays to some of the things that Zach's talking about. The work isn't always in the weight room or at the track, or sometimes it's in the classroom. Sometimes it's in tutoring. Sometimes it's in whatever. We don't do that. We do the one thing. We're getting crotchety. In I'm not getting crotchety, but I, I think I think Zach's got a point that we're missing the work that yeah. goes in beyond just I'm lifting weights today. There's a lot more of that than that's happening, and especially those kids that are trying to get financial aid beyond what partial they may get going to some school. They can't make the grade. They don't get any financial aid help. You're on your own. All right. Rant over. <laughs> Not Thank you, rant. Zach. It's for, not a rant. It's the reality of it. Thank you, Zach, for sending us a segment today. <laughs> but next time we see Zach. Fowler. We'll say, hey, thanks. Not me. Fowler. Oh, yeah, Zach Fowler for yeah. giving us a segment today. All right, we'll come back. We're going to come back and talk about she's just, this kid from Florida. We have to come back and visit about this the quarterback from Florida. Oh, I'm, I'm reading a really interesting article about him today. And the reset in the NIL market. Well, $13 million, you ought to get another star. <laughs> you ought to be a five-star. Well, <laughs> if I don't get my 13, what do I what do I get then? If I lose a star? Probably. Oh, well, I lose it in Florida anyway. We're back in a minute. 26 minutes till 6 o'clock. Leave in the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan. 107.9. All righty, welcome back. We've got uh, about 24 minutes till 6 o'clock leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor, 903-735-9905 is the phone number. For the break, we had teased about uh, Jaden Rashada, who is the California quarterback who apparently had a deal in place at the University of Florida with a thing called Gator Collectives that was going to make sure that he was taken care of to the tune of about $13.8 million over four years. This is a quarterback, and 
who's ranked like seventh, I think, yeah. in the in the graduating class. That, in his class, this class yeah. that he's about to show up early. For he's, he's that guy that you hope can come on campus and be electric and win you a bunch of ball games. Not anymore. Well, now let me get this right. Did he sign and then the deal yeah. backed out? On yeah, Gator Collective. And switched him. Well, I think started looking at the books in December and went, yeah, we don't have four. It's basically three and a half million dollars. We don't have three and a half million dollars to give this kid every yeah. year. And so they went back and went, well, no, we got a problem here and we need to rethink this because. And we remind you, I don't know if this kid's 18. I don't know. Because if, if he's, he's not, he's about to be. But if he's not 18. You couldn't sign him to any contractual agreement. Well, he was about to go to college and enroll. That's true. Which means probably a parent was responsible yes. for that with him. But as far as that kid in contractual agreement, you got to be an 18-year-old to sign a contractual agreement. No. You say, well, what about all these 17-year-olds that sign these uh, letters, letters of intent? Of intent. Not yeah. a contract. Well, yes and no. Letter of intent. I intend yes. to go yes. there. Yeah. But uh, either way, um, this thing, we're going to see more of this. This is just the first of well, a bunch of these where people are going to renege on the offers and uh, all of a sudden people are going to change their mind about, well, I don't want to go there then. Right. The thing I'm reading in, in a place called On3, On3 said, they and what On3 basically does, their website basically kind of puts a dollar value to the nil potential of a kid and so they kind of did their nil value on him and had him in at the four hundred and sixty thousand a year range and how in the world somebody got up to three and a half million for this kid they were like this is no arch manning who isn't even worth that in their minds nil deal for a kid who's never played we have no idea Probably half million dollars ish, and when they started doing this on the this, front end, on, on the front end, and it's, when, it's like a rookie deal, right? And when they started doing this story, none of the coaches would really talk on record yes. giving their name, but a lot of coaches at some Power Five schools who were anonymously quoted were saying things like, "What were they thinking at Florida?" There's no way in the world. And the conversation about a – because uh, Gators Collectives is a university thing. Yes. It's not like an outside you know, Chevy dealer. Or it's an it's an in-university thing. Well, not an in-university thing. It's not controlled by the university. It's not controlled, it's not controlled, by, controlled by the athletic department. No, but it's – It is aligned with, I think, right. is a better term. Right. That's a better way to put it. He basically – this coach said – that would basically be our entire budget that we would have had for NIL kind of but that, affiliated money. That shouldn't monies. be at the University of Florida your budget. Uh, no, this guy didn't say that, but he was still a, a Power Five conference. Yeah. I think Oklahoma said so that's basically our budget for this kind of thing. How in the world would they do so? The the point of this story may be three or four things. Number one, don't be surprised if the Rashada family doesn't sue Florida Collect- Gator Collectives for breaching the contract they had signed number two is the reset of schools are starting to and and organizations aligned groups are starting to play this bidding war 
in outbidding themselves and their actual affordability. And maybe we're going to start seeing a resetting on the NIL money back into a reasonable well, amount instead of into the stratosphere. Yes, I think like you saying. will because I think they jumped the gun a little on how much some of this is worth. And you're going to get collusion just like you do with NFL owners oh, and yeah. MLB owners. Oh, yeah. Eventually... The groups are going to pick up the phone. What are you guys paying? What are we paying? Yeah, what are we willing to pay? Yeah. What's going to be our max you, on this? There's collusion coming. I would think. Yes. Lots SEC, they'll sit down and they'll have a meeting and then they're going to say, all right, everybody's going to be a half to a million on a four-star, five-star quarterback. Or, and what they're at, what they're I don't know if they're asking for, the schools are asking for, but we keep hearing this. Somewhere in there, they're looking for either the NCAA or Congress to step up and say, here's the max amount you can put into these NIL deals. They're looking just like owners in professional sports, someone to protect them from themselves. That's right. That's right. That's that's what owners from major league sports have done for years. Let's put some rules in place so we can protect us. But there's always going to be outliers. And there's always going to be some booster or two. You know, that's what happened at SMU. Right. At SMU, they overstepped. They started spending a little too much. They got to be a little too blatant about it. Yes. And so. Well, they got really good at it. Yeah, that's they, why. Well, they started winning. That's right. Yeah. It was paying off. Yeah. Who's going to catch us? Everybody's doing it. Well, when you're yeah. a private school and you're getting too successful, everybody's going to catch you. Somebody's going to Right. They're going to report they you. They can't do that now. No. It's on the up and up. Yes. And so. Uh, but you're right. They're trying to protect themselves from themselves. So there'll be collusion at some point. Right. We'll all meet. Yeah. But so I thought it was intriguing. A yeah. rookie south. I mean, the whole. That's what the NFL learned from Jamarcus Russell. We've got to protect ourselves yes. from this. Signing bonuses yeah. and rookie contracts yeah. can't be through the moon. No. Well, they can be, but we don't like it. Yeah. We don't like it when it fails. But don't be surprised when there's a, a guy or two out there who are willing to sure. buy their school a place at the table. If you were Arch Manning and you didn't have the Manning family, money, connections, etc., not some kid, Jaden Rashada. Can you imagine what the if you actually free marketed this thing, and if he was legit but, looking for, I'm just trying to see how much money I can get. That was the whole deal. The reason he was so prized was because of his last name. Oh, I get it. But I'm just yeah. saying, if he wasn't connected yeah. to the responsibility of the Manning family and yeah. their legacy, and you were just the guy who was an unbelievable player. And you were able to put yourself out there, and it was highest bidder. And this guy was getting thirteen eight. If he actually could over have gotten four. it over four years, yeah. but what will happen is you'll come in at your four five hundred thousand. The next year, if you have that great freshman year, it goes up. And I get that. Yeah, and that's why eventually it's going to work out like a rookie contract, and then you go out and have the kind of year. Like Bijan had had a year or two, yeah. Then they just threw the moon in the pot because then they're bidding against the NFL. Sure, they are. You want to keep? I want to keep you here. Yeah. Not I want to get you from you know yeah. Arkansas State. So, I want to keep you from the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Anyway, intriguing story. All right, let's take a break. We'll uh, knock out one more segment coming up here in just a minute. 
45 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 107.9. Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty ILO ISD. At Liberty ILO, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty ILO, leopard pride never dies. All right, welcome back. 13 till 6, leaving the yard. Tomorrow, Kirk and Company, the 7 o'clock Friday pick-me-up. Billy comes rolling in here, and it's a, it's a pick-me-up for everybody. Yeah. Billy's got a busy week this week. Well, uh, Jason Boston says he's everywhere. Boston said he was giving a lesson the other day, and Lavender's hollering at him from across the road. Really? Yeah. Working on his jump shot? Billy uh, working on his jumper? You know, can you imagine Boston and Billy both, who both claim to have been scorching outside shooters? Oh, we need a shoot-off. Yeah. Well, that would be fun. I'd actually show up to see uh, I bet you, I bet you Billy wouldn't last 10 shots. He'd be... <laughs> Sucking no, wind. Not a game, just a shootout. No, I know. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm aware. Of course. Yeah, I don't think Billy's got it in him. He's got the air left. Uh, pig. <laughs> just play the pig. Really? Yeah. Pig. I don't know they can do that either. <laughs> not being able to play the pig. They're both. I think Boston's got. It. He's been out there doing this every day, yeah. four, five, six, but ten times got, a day. He's got neck and shoulder issues. Well, that's uh, true. He's a little affirmed. Yeah infirmed not as bad as you but yeah i got a hip that's bad ankles that are bad my youngest kids tell me my ankles are bad your ankles hurt dad yeah my ankles have been bad for 20 years my ankles are hurting i said you inherited that yeah good luck hope that works out for you yeah uh speaking of bad basketball razorbacks again lost lost last night was that mizzou last night yes they can't win on the road this is it here we go again well how many years we've been having this conversation they can't shoot but you know they can't shoot and they can't win on the road conference basketball is tough on the road in the big conferences it's just tough on the road those kids they get after it it's the best the best sport for home advantage college basketball it may be because those kids in a confined area yes yeah that's what you go but that's what you do if you're the best teams, you go in and win those places. It's hard. I get it. There's no holding back. Those, no. Those young they people. They call you everything. They've been drinking all day, and they come in there, and they just turn loose on you. You're about in class, or you talking about in the They're basketball court? About in oh. those basketball. No. And they've done their research now. <laughs> they've been all into your uh, personal media accounts well, sure. from middle school on. Yes. Yeah. One in five in the SEC, though. Hey, look at Tech. Oh, I know. Tech's, they're struggling, too. Yeah, I but think I don't they're think, over but, the conference. But I don't think Tech had this highly touted top whatever class they're of all time. just a couple years away from having played for the Natty. So. I understand. I'm just saying I this agree. has, this been, has a been a disappointment. disappointment. 
And it goes to what I said before. They need to pay those kids to stay there and get better. Council won't stay. I think council's one and out. The others may stay because they don't have a choice. Council, I think, is going to be gone. They played up to their expectations. No, but this – they had foul trouble last night. The officials were – the officials kind of butchered that game last night. Razorbacks blew a second-half lead. Four guys fouled out for Arkansas last night. All went bad, but you got you feel like you got to win at Missouri. I mean, you, some road games you got to go in and win. You can't you can't lose every Isn't road it just game. Just another Walton Arena. It pretty much is. <laughs> didn't the Waltons pay for that one too? That's when they had to take their daughter's name off of it. I think it? so. <laughs> it just feels like this. They're twenty fifth in the country right now. That loss last night when the new rankings come out on Monday. They're not going to be in the top twenty-five no, anymore. No. And well, this lost is a, like three in a row. We're in the top twenty-five. This is a massive drop for a program that what what they get as high as five or six. Yeah, you know, they got pretty high early, but and I know like UConn's full and some others it's have. Still about getting hot late. They can still salvage a season because that's the beauty. Not if you can't uh, shoot. Well, they can't shoot. Nolan had some poor shooting teams that he would get into a conference tournament and steal. I remember a couple of years, Nolan, they weren't going to the NCAA if they didn't win the conference tournament. Right. No, I get it. And he'd go in there and put 40 minutes of hell on them for, you know, a week, and they'd walk away as tournament champions getting the NCAA. I, I'm not saying this team's good enough to do that. I'm just saying that that is still on the table for this Arkansas team. It makes you wonder. You know, we've seen some – Kentucky's done this for a long time. They're recruiting the best players from all over the country, and you're asking a bunch of these alpha basketball players to share one ball, and that doesn't always work. Sometimes it's not the best to say, hey, look, well, we got another and don't forget, top three guy. These guys, some of them didn't even go to a, a normal high school. No, they went to basketball factories. And they went to schools, and they played a whole bunch of travel ball where they were just putting up numbers. Right. Well, I get it. And it's no surprise that when the bulk of your basketball has come from playing AAU, that you don't always mesh good yeah. in a team setting. Yeah. It shouldn't surprise anybody that I'm that's su- a problem. I'm not surprised. I'm, let me, I'm surprised that Eric Musselman doesn't look at the roster he's building and saying – it's not just about getting the most talented basketball, highly touted guys out there, but it's about I need a guy that can do this. I, I need I need a power forward who's a banger, not a twenty five point scorer, or I need a, a a point guard who doesn't worry about that. He's a leader on the court. He doesn't worry about well, what's his assist Chuck, number. Those guys are becoming extinct. Yeah, because you know what, that guy doesn't even get invited anymore because. And, th- and that's why these teams look like they do. Everybody wants to recruit shooters. Yeah, well. And then you can't shoot. Yeah. And it makes it worse. Anyway, rough night for them yesterday. Uh, I'm reading on Michael Walker today. Apparently he's wanting 15 a year. It's a big number. Well, he had a good year. He had a very good year. And this will probably be his last shot at a multi-year contract. More than likely. And the the market right now, he's at the top of the list. He's he's it. The yeah. free agent market has dried up. Yeah. Almost everybody's gotten a team. He yeah. does not. The short list apparently today that I'm looking at says San Francisco, 
Minnesota, those kind of teams, they're not going to and, – and, and the Angels. The, the Los Angeles Angels were in that conversation as well. I don't know if I don't go to Minnesota, though. I think he ends up maybe in California with the Angels because while the tax problem is major, right. you're $15 million, they're going to take a big yes, they piece will. of your hide. Uh, I think that team is a little better than people are expecting. I think the Astros are going to take a step back. We think Seattle's going to be good, but we'll wait and see. Oh, they will be. Uh, I think the Rangers are going to be better. But the quality of life out there is pretty amazing, and uh, I, I won't be surprised if he ends up there. Now, San Francisco is a great place to live and work. And but you know, but, if I'm looking, if, if I'm what's he, thirty one, thirty two yeah. now, and I'm looking at where in my career can I get back to the to the series? Yeah, can I get to the World Series again? I don't think I can get there with the Angels. They may be better, the but I don't think I can get there. You just name none of them. You really see the Minnesota Twins getting there? I see the Twins winning a division more than I see the other two. San Francisco's got to deal with the Dodgers, yeah. who are way down. I know they're down. They but, lost a but big part of They're still the Dodgers, and they still got a core that's there, and the Giants were disappointing last they're gonna year. They're going to spend at the trade deadline. They're going to spend. They're going to get people in. Yeah. I kind of like Minnesota. They got Korea back. Well, they got Joey Gallo. Yeah. What's better than that? Yeah. Got big money Joey. I think California's going to be better than people expect. Good enough to go to the series? You get in the playoff series, you never know. See, that's and, what I think and, about and Minnesota. I think I'm guaranteed yeah. in Minnesota I can win my division. I'm going to beat the Royals, the Tigers. No, I agree. White Sox it's a weaker down. division. Indians. Indians are the one team. No, sorry, Guardians. Yeah, and they're going to be a little down this year from where they were a year ago. So I don't I, think so. They're young. They're going to be good I, again. I was reading on them today. Oh, I you were? going to take a look back. You're a little there's Guardian a, scouting. There's a great piece uh, – a preseason ranking piece on the mothership today, and uh, that, that's where I'm kind of getting sold on the Angels. What they have, All right. I, I think they've got a lot of guys that have the potential. If they could have a year of health, and they haven't in a while, no. that they could do some things. Speaking of preseason ranking, they haven't released it on their site yet, but TX High School Baseball, which forever was 3A baseball, has PG number ten. In 4A this year. So it seems a little low. They lost some talent. They have. They got some young kids. Riley Fincher may be starting the, three freshmen really this year. They've got good young kids. Yeah, well, they're still young kids. Yeah. You still got to, you know, you're 14, 15. Yeah, that, that goes 17. back to, you know, some of them were down in Arizona playing last week. That's true. And so, you know, we're, we're not talking about kids who are – typical eighth to ninth no. graders oh, that's anymore. right that's true we're talking about kids who are well seasoned yep they're ready to step in their freshman year and play yep all right we're done appreciate you hopping on with us today don't look for us tomorrow yeah, don't be looking. <laughs> if you're looking for us tomorrow you're going to be spinning that dial we won't be here but we will be back monday after the nfl playoffs we'll uh, break all that down monday afternoon for you set you up for another week worth of fun and merriment Don't forget Kirk and Company tomorrow morning. Razorback Billy in. That'll be fun as well. We're done. Have a good one. You've been listening to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan. Look local first, and you are helping our community. Small business rely on us to look local first, and your support is truly appreciated. Stop walking on worn-out floors. Treat your feet to new carpet.